Thanks for listening to Cato Sports. I hope you enjoy the pod. Give it a follow. Share it with your mates. I appreciate the love. This is Cato Sports. Let's go! Welcome into the pod. It's Cato Sports. May 2nd. It's a Tuesday. Coming at you with a massive podcast as per usual. Huge round of footy. NFL draft. Great weekend. Spent a lot of the weekend just mulling over my uh, New York Giants selections in the draft. Watched a lot of footy. Um, Off the drink at the moment, so... Just gives me a lot more time to just spend laser-focused watching every single game. I I do like to call myself a nine-gamer because, you know, I feel like there's a lot of media out there that might watch, you know, three games. They might watch two, you know. They might work one game, you know, watch two others. I watch all nine. And if I don't watch them, I re-watch them because I want to find the little things that are happening in every single game that... Maybe not everyone sees. So, I mean, I was just, it was just an awesome weekend uh, of footy. The last game of the round was an absolute cracker. Like I said in my last podcast, Collingwood just come like a, like a tsunami. They're just a wave. They just have more belief and more tenacity and they just know what to do at the right times. They're so smart. They've been through the same situation so many times that, you know, it's just become second nature to them. They understand what needs to happen for them to win the game. And at the end of the day, it is. It's about winning games of football and they do just the right things at the right time. And, you know, you sit there and you dissect how Adelaide finished the game and go, oh, you know, Dawson shouldn't have kicked wide or Rochelle should have given the handball to Murphy and all these little things in the last, you know, minute or two minutes and go, oh, why did they do that? But Collingwood just do it for quarters at a time, they go, okay, we're not playing our best football. We're not on top of this game. But if we just do this and we keep hammering them, we keep taking the game on and we keep moving the ball quickly, we keep giving our forwards one-on-one opportunities, they end up just coming over the top. Teams stiffen up. And when a team stiffens up, they slow down. And when you slow down, then you can move the ball 100%. You can outrun them. You can get the ball in quicker. And that's what Collingwood does to a lot of teams. And so today, to start the podcast, I wanted to look at, because I listen to to AFL media as well, and all morning, all day, I, I just got, oh, the brand of footy, oh, the system. And I think for a lot of people, they don't understand well, it's just a kind of a, a, a random word system or random word brand. So I wanted to kind of break that down because for me, I look at it and I go, well, what is the brand of footy for a team and, and what is the system and stuff like that? So the way I see it is the brand of footy is the whole club. It's the whole uh, kind of nucleus of who you are. And that brand is broken down into three things. And that is 
the system that you have, and the system is offensively, how you want to move the ball, how you're going to get it inside 50, and how you're going to score. And two, how you're going to set up defensively and how you're going to take the ball away from another team. So that's one part is your system. The second part is your weapons. So every system is built around the best players that they have. You have to have really good players who do different things and you know whatever it is that, that you do they do, you need to accentuate their skills to make sure that you're winning games of football because at the end of the day you can have a really good system and you can set up well defensively and you know you can take the game on but a lot of the time the games come down to do you have a special player? Do you have a game breaker? Do you have someone that can do something outside of the ordinary footballer? And I, I mean, having weapons is just such a, it's such a luxury. There are less and less weapons. The more teams we have in the AFL, they're bringing in a new team in Tassie. The more teams we have, the, you know, that, that kind of talent gets spread out across more and more Team, so you just don't have those weapons available. So if you do have them, you need to utilize them well. They need to be deployed in a way that's going to go and win you games of football because they do win you games of football. The the key example is Toby Green. He is a weapon of a player. Now, he could play in the midfield every week and get 30 touches and, 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 and dominate and gr- get great super coach scores and stuff. But GWS, Adam Kingsley, who... I just have to commend because Adam Kingsley decided to take a dude who loves his club, who's been smashed by the media, he's been smashed by the fans, he's been taken through the ring up, but he stayed true to the club. He's a GWS lifer, and he said, you're the captain of our football club, you're the lifeblood of our football club, and he gave that responsibility over to him, and I think Toby's taken it on really well this season, and... You know, the performance that he put up on Saturday is just another showing of it. Kicking, winning goals when they matter for his team. He is an absolute weapon. And, and they're the types of guys that you need. And and the third thing is attitude. I think trusting in, in your mates, going out there and knowing you can win every game because you trust your system, you trust your weapons, you trust your coaching. You have as a group an idea that you're never going to get beaten. And you're never going to give up on games because you do need that. That is something that some teams don't have. Brisbane Lions are an amazing team. They have a great setup. They move the ball well. They've got plenty of weapons, plethora of weapons. But when the going gets tough, they get going. You know, They they get on the bus and they go home and they have for the last few years. So that attitude and never day, never say die is a real key component. So, you know, I, I looked at all the teams in the comp and I go, okay, so to be one of the best teams in the comp, you have to have a system, weapons, and the attitude around. And, you know, you you, you go through the list of teams in the comp and we'll start at the bottom and we'll go up and we'll go north, west coast, they're witches huts. They don't have a system that works. If you don't have a system that works, even for a quarter, it's really hard to win a game of football. So they are the bottom and they're at the bottom because they don't have the attitude, they definitely don't have the weapons and they definitely don't have the system. Hawthorne, I think they have a couple of weapons, not as many as a lot of other teams. They definitely don't have the ability to 
set up a system or set up a game plan that goes for more than a half. They've been good in halves. They haven't been good in whole games. And if you can't be good for the whole game, you can't win many games of AFL football. Attitude is maybe there, but, you know, attitude will come when they get a bit more weapons and they can do what they do for longer. The Tigers, I think with the Tigers, we've seen this movie before. Successful team, just just like Hawthorne were, but you you start to lose players because the years go by since you were successful and you're trying to replace guys that were key elements of your team with free agents and draftees and players and guys from the Magoos. And it just, it's not the same thing. You don't have the same feeling. There's not the same attitude that you can go out there and do what you did for that successful period that you had. The game plan isn't built around the guys that are there. It's actually built around the guys that were there and and were successful at the time. And you kind of just go, you know, Richmond's whole thing was they manic, they move the ball forward, they put lots of pressure on. It doesn't really matter how the ball moves forward. But now without the weapons and without the types of guys that they kind of relied on, you get a shocking use of the footy like they did against Gold Coast on the weekend. Like horrendous. One of the worst games I've ever seen by a team in terms of just using the football. It was just, I mean, they won it, they Kind of moved it all right, but it was just, it was pretty bad. And I think most Richmond fans would say the same. It just, it, it just looked really, really bad. And that's not, it's not the fault of the Richmond Football Club. They've been so successful for so long, but they're going to have to change how they attack games because they just don't have the same weapons that they did. And it just isn't the same product that they did have. Fremantle, too slow. They're too precise with their ball movement. In, you know, <laughs> In the modern game, there needs to be an element of risk to how you move the ball. If you don't have that element of risk and you want to try and move the ball slowly, you're not going to succeed because teams can set up behind you and destroy you. We saw Carlton two weeks ago against St. Kilda. They did not take any risks and St. Kilda ate them up. And I don't think St. Kilda is the best team in the competition, but they set up a system and Carlton don't take any risks and that's what happens. I I, I think the system-wise, the dogs... Apache, they rely on their big forwards taking big marks and kicking big goals. And I don't really think that a lot of their forwards are reliable goal kickers. I don't know if Waitman and Lobb and and Norton are these great goal kickers that we think they are. Now, they're really good out of the middle, and I think they actually are pretty good coming off halfback at the moment. They've got good speed and, and, and stuff like that, but... Going inside 50, they're going to have to really fix it up. And I think that that kind of lets them down. Their system lets them down a bit there. Uh, I think Essendon has a really good system in place at the moment. But they don't have enough... They don't know how to stop other teams' weapons. So it's an interesting one. They're really good. They you know they set up well. They've got a good attitude. They attack the game well. They, they're able to close down some plays in some spots. But... In the last two weeks, we've seen Hawkins kick eight goals on them. And just shout out Tom Hawkins. He's never kicked more than seven goals in a game. He kicked eight goals and he tore Zerk Thatcher a new one. But Essendon didn't really respond to that. And similarly, the week before, Anzac Day, big game, Nick Dacos starts to take over and they just didn't really have anything for him. And they said, no, our system, your system, but... 
I think you you need to have an ability to be adaptable during the game. And I think Essendon will learn that. And that's something that they'll build on is that you have to be able to stop the other team's weapons. You can't just let guys like Tom Hawkins and Nick Dacos run around on Zerk Thatchers because they'll just destroy them. Um, So I, I think in that kind of bottom half of the ladder, you see a lot of the system doesn't really, you know, hold up a lot of the times or, you know, maybe they can't stop a weapon or two. As we get higher, I think there's some teams that really are showing that they can really play. Adelaide have weapons. They have a really good system. They can hold it with any team in the comp at the moment. Maybe they just need a bit of an attitude, a bit of belief in the team that they can go out there and they can win any game. I think they stiffened up a little bit late in that Collingwood game and they just kind of slowed down doing what they did. And that's against a team like Collingwood that are coming at you, you need to speed up, not slow down. Because if you slow down, you're going to get killed. I think that at the moment, you know, we're seeing Geelong can do it against any team. They've got the weapons. They've got the attitude. They know how to get it done. We know Melbourne can do it. They've got the weapons and everything available to them. I mean, I just thought it was unbelievable that uh, on the weekend in the game against North, Petrarca had 35 and three goals. Oliver had 37 touches of the footy and Fritsch was able to kick four goals. He kicked three in the first quarter. It's like, oh my God, if there's three players on that that team that you're going to try and stop, they're probably the three and they both, all three of them were allowed to do whatever they wanted. And I think, you know, stopping weapons is, is a big part of, you know, this whole brand of footy. What is your brand? Can you stop other teams from doing what they want to do? Because if you do, they'll just destroy you. And I think that, you know, the one team that stands out at the moment is probably Sydney because they've got weapons. They've got a, a, a game plan that's been able to stand up. We know it has, but this season is, they're not bringing it. Their, their attitude is zero. I mean, I, I see it similarly to the Suns. The Suns have got a lot of talent. The Suns have got a pretty good game plan, but the Suns are a zero when it comes to thinking they can win games of footy. And I think, you know, coming off a loss in that grand final, Sydney go, geez, you know, we got smashed in a grand final and they're feeling it a little bit at the moment. They, they've lost that that mojo that they had and they lost that attitude. So I just, you know, it, it is tough. It, you build a system at the start of the season and go, this is our system. This is what's going to win us games of football in the regular season and then take us into the finals and win us games in the finals. But for a lot of teams, it falls away, and and you have to really. I just see it as those three areas. It's you know, can your system hold up? If it can't, you're done. Do you have weapons? Some teams don't have weapons. The Saints, really good system, good attitude, no weapons. Essendon are similar, really good system. You know, they got Stringer. That's about it in the weaponry department. That that's it. So you need to have weapons because we know the best teams do. You play Geelong, you're getting Hawkins, Dangerfield. And Cameron, you playing Melbourne, you're getting Petrarca, Oliver, Gorn, Pickett, Fritch. You're playing against Brisbane. They've got a hundred of them at Brisbane. So, you know, it, it, it is tough. And then the other one is obviously attitude. And I, I, the last one, I'll say Collingwood have got an attitude that no one else has in the league. They have the ability to say, we are never going to stop playing as hard as we can. We're going to continue to take risks. And we... Always know that we can overrun you, and they have, and and they will for the rest of the year, unless anyone wants to step up and go. You know, no, we're not going to let this happen. We're going to shut down a couple of guys. We're going to 
you know, keep taking the game on late in the game. Even if, we, you know, we think we might have it in the bag, we're up by a couple of goals, you still need to take the game on against Collingwood because if you give them a sniff, you're gone. Next up, next segment, new segment for me. Really excited about it. Uh, I'll keep it as a surprise, but I'll see you after the break. Welcome back to the show. New segment for you. Get a hard ball. Three blokes every week. Let's kick it off. Get a hard ball, Shy Bolton. You are one of the most talented blokes in the AFL. You were meant to be taking over the mantle from Dustin Martin and being Richmond's number one game breaker. And you've got the absolute ability to do it. And this season, you have turned up with half the effort half the enthusiasm, you are sloppy around goals, you are pretty piss weak in the contest, and you look lazy. It's just been a lazy mo- month and a half of football for you. So, Shy Bolton, get a hard ball. Second off the rank, Chad Wingard, get a hard ball. Um, you're one of the most experienced players on your team. You were brought to the club to be someone that's going to take the game on, provide options, move the ball on quickly, use your foot skills, and yet you sat there in the second half of that Hawthorne game after you'd had about two touches in the first half, and you slowed the ball down, you didn't run without it, you stuck your hand up in the air and said, kick it to me, kick it to me. Mate, that's not what the Hawthorne team are trying to do. You've got a, a lot of young blokes that you're trying to be a leader for, be someone that they can look up to and show the way, and you're just sticking your hand up in the air, not running hard to space, not moving the ball on. Chad Wingard, get a hard ball. Third and finally this week and for the segment, Adam Simpson, get a hard ball. Mate, you've taken young Rhett Bazo directly off the bench as the sub and said, you know what? Here's an opera- operation for you. Here's, here's your assignment. Why don't you go play on the reigning Coleman medalist who's on the biggest heater of, of all time, Charlie Kerner? Why don't you go sit on him for the second half? Adam, you've got a young list. You've got a lot of players who haven't played much football. You've got a couple of defenders that are actually all right. You've got Hearn. You've got Barras in your back line. Why don't you put one of them on Charlie Kernow? Why don't you save your team losing by 100 points? And why don't you just say to Rhett, you know what? You're coming off the bench as the sub. You're probably not as warm, as hot as everyone else. We'll put you on a second or third option that might be in that Carlton forward line. And, you know, you can get into the game, you know, play on Mackay. Maybe he's not having the best game or or, or play on Pitto when he gets down there or DeConning, something like that. Not... Charlie Kerno on a heater. He kicks nine. He's completely ruined the young kid's confidence. And you lost by 100 points. And you look like witches' hats. So, Adam Simpson, get a hard ball. After the break, I'm going to talk about some of the best performances of the week. Hope you're liking the show, Kato Sports. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Just wanted to finish up with... A few names of players that I think may have gone unnoticed but just had ripping games of footy on the weekend. And you know what? Not every player is Petrarca and Bont and Nick Dacos. There are other players in the competition. And I just wanted to run over a few names of people who I just thought had really, really good games or have had a really good couple of weeks. Um, 
Charlie Ballard, uh, in defense, he had 12 marks. He had 10 intercept marks. He, he was just everywhere for, for the Gold Coast Suns. And they really need him to play like that week in, week out as a tandem there with Collins because if they can get that production out of him, geez, it, it goes a long way towards the Gold Coast just fortifying their defense a little bit more and not conceding big scores in games. If you know you've got that players like that just going at it. So really good game by Charlie Ballard. I love the game of a couple of old guys. Rory Sloan is back to where he is. You know, he had 30 touches last week, only the 18 this week, but he kicked the goal and he just feels like he's around it. You know, he feels like he's getting back to the player that we know who Rory Sloan is coming off some, you know, long injury stints and stuff like that. So he's looking really good. The other is Travis Boak. He's had 30 in a goal. He is, he just doesn't stop. You know, you think, oh, Boak's going to slow down. They'll move Rosie and Butters and Dersmer into the midfield, but He's just, he's just as good as them, you know? He's, if not better, he's just that guy. He's kind of like Pendlebury. Just, you know, it doesn't matter if he's getting older. He's just staying the same, solid at the contest, wins the ball, moves well without it. He's able to hit the scoreboard. So, you know, I love Boki's game. Uh, Will Ashcroft, two big goals, one of the goals of the year. I couldn't, I'd be remiss to not mention it. It was unbelievable. It was it was Daniel Wells, but from the pocket. It, it, it's absolutely got goal of the year sewn up for now. And, and I love Charlie Cameron's goal the, the week prior, but Jesus, to to hit the ball on the run in the air on that type of angle was just something else. And I think he is going to quickly start mounting his case for the rising star. And as North Melbourne kind of taper off and it becomes harder for Sheasel to have good games, I think we'll see Ashcroft rise and rise towards that rising star. I absolutely loved the game of Murphy from the Pies. I just think that him and Noble in that back line are the unsung heroes. They hit the ball hard. They run so hard. Noble ran 50 metres defensively to get a fist in the last quarter on a on a uh, Taylor Walker um, mark, and he just he just does it week in, week out. He got smashed in the face. They didn't call the free kick. I don't really talk about umpiring on the show. It was an absolute disgrace, but he just, he's hard. He's always there. Same with Noble. He's always there. He uses the ball well. Noble kicked a, a, a ripping goal to put them in front or, or, or to give him a chance, I think, to put him one behind. So just a couple of Pies players that are going unnoticed that I thought had... Really, really good weeks. Toby Green, uh, another sensational week. Four goals. Hawkins, eight goals. Highest haul for him. Kerno, nine. I mean, it was a big week for the big forwards. So just a few players that I thought had really, really good games. And I I wanted to mention them. I, I try and mention blokes that are not just your prime mover midfielders. But I like to mention some forwards and some backs and stuff like that. So... Yeah, just a few people that jumped out to me as having uh, really good, solid weeks of footy. So that's the podcast for today. Hope you enjoyed the show. Themes by Kevin McLeod. Uh, all my producing done by Perm. Hope to see you next week on Cato Sports. That's a great idea, Cato.